Hi everyone, welcome back to the Sleep Study Podcast, where we take the time to explore the ever-so-cryptic lyrics of the band, Sleep Token. Today, we'll be examining the eighth track on the Sundowning album titled, Gods. This is without a doubt the most aggressive and exciting song on this album, and I'm really excited to get into it. So without further ado, let's get into the show. begin our analysis with verse 1. I see the gods avert their gaze from me. My effing form is but a wreck beneath them. And there are always people I can call on. It's all so easy for me. So from what I can understand from this song, this is the part of the album where the story really begins to kind of pick up and pace. And I believe to fully understand what's going on in this song, we have to understand it in the context of a very ominous warning that Sleep Gives Vessel in the previous song, Give. In the previous song, Sleep warns Vessel that in this open warfare between the two of them, Sleep is not going to play fair. And I think it's here in this song that we see exactly what Sleep means by that. This first verse is Vessel. He opens the song by screaming that he can see the gods avert their gaze from him. But what exactly is he alluding to here? Who are the gods that Vessel is referencing in this song? I think understanding who these gods are will better help us understand the song as a whole. Uh, To do this, I think it will do us some good to look back at Carl Jung and his influence on the band. So Carl Jung was a psychologist by trade, but as he began to develop his theories of the human psyche, he started to take an interest in mystical imagery and the symbolism of alchemy. Uh, He believed that many of the concepts found within alchemy actually served as effective metaphors for his theories. And as Jung continued in his studies, he started to implement much of the mystical language and symbolism of alchemy in order to explain his own psychological theories. Essentially, Jung began to speak about his ideas, about the natural makeup of the psyche. He began to speak about that in mystical and supernatural terms, uh, effectively blurring the line between the natural and the mystical, hence why many of his contemporaries began to blatantly accuse him of being a mystic, But from what I can gather from Jung's writings, I I think it's probably a bit more complex than that. I think he thought about it probably a little bit differently. But regardless, I bring this up for a reason. Sleep Token is heavily influenced by Carl Jung. And in the same way Jung communicated about the natural makeup of the psyche using mystical language, I believe this is what Sleep Sleep Token is doing with their reference to gods. Vessel here is describing something that is natural in a supernatural and mystical way. Uh, Just as Jung blurred the lines between the natural and the mystical, here we have Vessel doing the same. He's taking a natural concept and he's communicating it in a very mystical way. But before I go any further, before I tell you exactly what I mean by that, I want to make sure to give credit where credit is due. The idea that I'm about to suggest, I did not come up with on my own. I discovered this theory from Alex Tumulus on YouTube, 
uh, if you're a fan of what I do here on this podcast, I promise you'll love everything Alex does on his channel as well. So make sure to subscribe to his channel and show him the appreciation he observe, he, he deserves because he's got some pretty interesting ideas about the band. So what are these gods that Vessel is referencing in this song? I believe the gods that Vessel is referencing here are actually chemicals or hormone, hormones. Specifically, the chemicals in the brain that are associated with feeling good. Chemicals like dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and oxytocin. Uh, these are Vessel's chemical gods who dwell in the ether of his brain. Oxytocin running in the ether. Uh, these are natural hormones that Vessel here chooses to personify and refers to them in mystical terms as gods. In the same way that Carl Jung describes natural processes in, that, in mystical terms, here Vessel is referring to something natural, hormones and chemicals in mystical terms. He refers to them as gods. These chemicals are gods to Vessel. So what does it mean that these gods have averted their gaze from him? I would argue that what this means is that this is how sleep is not fighting fair with Vessel. Sleep is using its power to deprive Vessel of any chemical or hormone that could possibly make him feel good. Vessel's gods are abandoning him. And now all that is left of him is just pure pain. By depriving him of his chemical gods, sleep is pouring out its wrath on him. Hence why Vessel screams through almost the entirety of this song. He's in pain, and there are no gods left in his head to turn to for comfort. Without any internal source of validation, happiness, or comfort, Vessel is left a wreck. His form is a wreck beneath the chemical gods who have turned their faces from him. They have abandoned him. And Vessel knows that this is sleep's doing. And he tries to reassure himself in this verse that even if he has been deprived of his sense of internal validation, there are still people he can call on for comfort, like his guardian angels that we've discussed in previous songs. He doesn't need anything that sleep can give him. It's all so easy for him to find emotional find the emotional support he needs in other people. He doesn't need sleep. It's all so easy for him. This is what Vessel has to keep telling himself in order to get through the pain. But as we will see in the rest of this song, this resilient attitude of Vessel's is not going to last too much longer. Let's take a look at the chorus. No more taking chances. No more teeth to bite with. No more smiling faces. I am alone again. In the first line of this chorus, we have Vessel trying to essentially stay strong and not give in to this pain. Uh, he's, he's not taking any more chances with sleep. He's not going to let sleep control him. He's not going to run the risk of letting sleep control him anymore. But in the following lines of this, ver of this chorus, we see Vessel's resilience quickly beginning to break down. In this moment, he feels powerless and helpless, like sleep has got its teeth in him, and he doesn't have any teeth to bite back with. 
he is quickly losing the willpower to fight back. He doesn't have any teeth to bite with. And in this moment, he feels like sleep has taken everything from him, and he has no one to turn to, no more smiling faces to comfort him. In this moment, when he is in the midst of his pain, in this moment where he has been completely deprived of his chemical gods that give him any sort of internal comfort, in this moment he is completely alone with his pain, and he is about to give in. Let's take a look at verse 2. You want to talk? You want to talk it out? Because the joke's on me, and I'm laughing too. You want to watch me bleed? Because I bleed so well. It's all so easy for me. In this second verse, we have Vessel essentially finally admitting defeat. He can't take the pain sleep is causing him anymore, so he surrenders and asks sleep if it wants to talk it out. He realizes how foolish and stupid it was for him to think he could ever truly resist sleep. I mean, look at what sleep is doing to him right now. He realizes the joke is really on him as he desperately tries laughing it off, trying to laugh at his own stupidity and try to smooth things over in the situation. He is willing to do anything in this moment. He's willing to do anything sleep wants to make the pain stop. If sleep wants him to bleed, he will bleed. Anything is better than the pain he feels right now. Let's look at the bridge. Eternally, eternally. Do you like the way it feels? Like fire from the heavens? Carving past the surface into you. Do you like the way it feels, like fire from the heavens, tearing me asunder beside you? It's all so easy for me. In this bridge, we have Sleep's response to Vessel. Sleep begins by essentially taunting him with the word eternally. Essentially saying that the pain he's experiencing right now Sleep can make go on for eternity. It can make this pain go on for as long as it wants to, eternally. Sleep asks Vessel if he likes the pain that he's feeling right now. To Vessel, this pain is like the wrath of God, like fire from the heavens. It carves deep below the surface and causes him agony to his core. It causes him agony internally. And in the second half of this bridge, Sleep says that this fire from the heavens is tearing both of them asunder. It hurts Vessel because he is the target of this wrath. But it also hurts Sleep because it doesn't want to be doing this to him. It's tried to avoid it. It's essentially, it, it's like that thing your parents used to say before they punished you as a kid. You know, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I've always doubted that was actually true, by the way. Uh, but that's kind of what the, what sleep is saying here. This hurts me as much as it hurts you. This is tearing me asunder beside you. This punishment hurts both of them. And sleep ends the bridge by threatening Vessel with his own words that this is all so easy for me. This pain that sleep is causing Vessel takes no effort on sleep's part. It can do this to him whenever it wants for however long it wants eternally. 
It's all so easy for sleep. So, in summary, this is a song about wrath. Sleep's wrath. Sleep has had enough of Vessel's arrogance and has chosen to deprive him of the chemical gods that allow him to experience any form of happiness apart from sleep. Uh, This leaves Vessel in an agonized state, in agonizing pain, as he desperately attempts to surrender to sleep's sleep's will to make it stop. Sleep wants Vessel to remember that this sleep wants Vessel to remember this feeling and how effortless it how effortless it is for sleep to inflict this on him at any time it wants for however long it wants. And unfortunately for Vessel, it doesn't seem like sleep is showing any signs of letting up anytime soon. It doesn't look like it's going to let him off that easily. There's still plenty of more suffering to come. And that about does it for this episode of the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate the show five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Doing so really helps the podcast grow and reach the ears of others who enjoy this kind of content, like yourself. Next episode, we'll be moving on to one of the more polarizing songs in Sleep Token's discography, Sugar. Some people love this song, some people hate it, but regardless, we're going to examine it. I, for one, think it's pretty underrated. But until next time, thank you all for listening to the podcast. I love you all, and I hope you all have a wonderful day or night. Worship.